We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. This is a pre-media day, fan-fast edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. As we tape this, it is Thursday afternoon, so I thought it might be fun to have a nice little primer to get things ready. So coming up here in just a bit, Jessica Cootie is going to join us. And then to me, the first person to throw out a preseason top 25, Bill Bender from the Sporting News will give us some perspective on his top 25. But as always, thanks for downloading. It is, uh, it's about to start rolling downhill. We already have a plan in place for the first week of the college football season. And we're going to have daily podcasts. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, kind of a sneak peek at what the schedule is going to look like every single Monday. Chad McKee is going to hang out with us for a little bit, and we're going to recap the Lincoln-Riley press conference. Also, we'll bring you that press conference in its entirety here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. On Tuesday, Toby Rowland and I will have the traditional game plan where we kind of look back on the weekend that was and preview the week. Now, Toby and I have a really cool addition to the podcast coming up this year that we'll, we'll share coming up here in the next few weeks. On Wednesday... The Lincoln Riley coaches show from the night before. So if you miss it live or if you want to go back and catch up on if you had a question that got answered or whatever way you want to consume it, it'll be available for you on the podcast. And then on Thursday, we're going to do something a little bit different from our traditional kind of tailgate episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast. On Thursday, we're going to have the huddle revisited. So on 
Tuesday nights, Toby Rowland and Teddy Lehman do a show from 6 to 7 p.m. called The Huddle. It's not on radio. It's only live on TV. So we're going to take parts of that program and integrate it into the podcast, maybe go in-depth on some of the debates that they had and interact with you. So that's going to be fun on Thursdays. And on Friday, you'll get the Coach's Corner. You'll get the Scene Setter. And we'll have stuff for you on Saturday and Sunday as well. So it's pretty much nonstop, seven days a week, Sooner football content right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. So let's get after it, shall we? No more laying out schedules, getting you ready for what's coming up. Let's talk about the now. And Jessica Cootie is going to join us. And Jessica, I kind of want to start with a little bit of a of a different topic, a little bit of a different uh, kind of talking point, if you will, because the attendance issue in college football has become a major topic. The Athletic and Nicole Arbach wrote a piece about it where uh, Kenny Mossman had some incredible quotes. But that's where I wanted to start. Uh, you're involved in a lot of those meetings. Despite the fact that Oklahoma has been on an incredible run of consecutive sellouts, there is nobody taking anything for granted. And there is a constant grind and a constant, uh, if you will, ear that's listening to what Sooner fans want and need to enhance their game day experience Making the event fun is more than just winning the games, but uh, it's a constant work in progress, isn't it, to enhance the game day festivities and activities? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's always, you know, the most priority and, and finding out. I mean, you know, you, you have these meetings, and, and, of course, you know, you're trying to figure out, you know, a lot of times it's, okay, we're gearing stuff towards the recruits, the recruits, but then it's also, it's never once is it lost that, hey, we also got to take care of our fans, you know, because, Without fans, we don't get recruits in. So it's kind of, you know, it's all-encompassing. And so, you know, the fans sell these guys and, and these recruits in every sport as much as um, anybody, you know, the providing the atmosphere. And so, you know, it's not only important for them to get in the seats, but also to create that type of atmosphere, too. What can we do? The conversations are constant all the time. Uh, you know, we, every time we have a meeting and, and – you know, whatever it might be, whether it's for football, basketball, you know, it's what can we do to continue to, um, you know, garner that fan support, to, um, you know, and reward them for that, but then also get them engaged in and being creating these these environments that it's really tough to play in. Boy, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy to think that we're uh, we're nearing the three week mark from the start of the season for Oklahoma. We're two weeks from the start of the college football season. Jess, it's uh. I feel like when we hit like the 100 to the 90 day mark, like, oh my gosh, it's never going to get here. And then you blink your eyes sometimes in July and the next thing you know, boom, we're just a couple of weeks away. Take us through for you personally how things change from a schedule perspective when we start practices and things get rolling. Well, um, actually, uh, Matt Archibald just kind of developed the content plan. We've got, once again, a lot of cool stuff planned. Um, some of the things that we've done in the past that have been really popular that fans have really um, enjoyed on, on our, across our platforms. We're going to be bringing the, uh, doing those once again. So I don't know how much he, they want me to get into what we're doing, but I can tell you that we're going to have stuff every day. We're going to be kind of, you know, looking at the, all the position groups are going to be, um, you know, talking to players, talking to coaches, kind of making sure that again, you, you're getting your full fill of what's going on at fall camp. And, you know, again, it's, it's the place to be, uh, it's a place to come because we get access unlike anybody else really. And so, you know, the things that you're going to see, um, throughout our platforms, you won't find anywhere else, but got some really cool stuff planned. Um, we'll be going out to practice almost every day, um, doing stuff and, and, you know, talking to coaches and players and, and whatnot, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, um, 
I kind of feel like like once fall camp gets here, then it, it kind of drags. Because then I'm like, you know, the the first few practices, but then I'm like, okay, I, I'm when's the game coming? You know, so um, I'm excited, though. I You know, this is about, I think, as ready, I feel like I, I've, as I've ever been for a football season. Um, I think it comes by real. It comes quicker and quicker every year. But I'm I'm excited for this team. Like there's so many cool and and interesting storylines going into this year, um, you know, and and what to look out for. And and I mean, obviously we get spoiled around here. But you know, look at the last what four seasons we've had and um, that we've been able to cover. And I, I cannot wait to kind of see how th- things unfold with this team. I think nationally. People get caught up in the quarterback storyline, and understandably so, because you're graduating the number one pick in the draft and Heisman Trophy winner again, and you have Jalen Hurts transferring in and maybe the most anticipated high school quarterback since uh, maybe Blake Bell whenever he came on campus. But, Jess, I think there's, I think you're right. There's so many cool storylines with this team from – you know, what's the defense going to look like? How different is that rotation going to look on the defensive line? Obviously, with the offensive line, you have, what, three freshman wide receivers that figure into the mix. Maybe a guy like a Lee Morris and a Grant Calcaterra taking that next step. Drake Stoops and, uh, Stoops and how he might be involved. I mean, there are so many storylines beyond just the quarterback position that I don't get mad because I like hearing people talk about Sooner football. But if you just look beyond the quarterback situation, there's so much more. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, one thing that is stressed every single year, I mean, no, no position is one, you know, I mean, everything is open right now. And that's, that's what they say every single year is, is, yeah. I mean, obviously you've got, um, you know, guys that have played a lot of football or whatever, but, but it's Oklahoma and you come in every single year and you have to rewin your spot in the fall. I'll never forget Rodney Anderson a year ago, you know, coming off the season that he had, where had he had the first half of the season, like he had the second half of the season, you know, he's in Heisman talk. And so, you know, and, and we went, when we went back, he was like, my job is not one. I'm not the number one guy right now. I've got to go in and re-earn it, you know? And, and that's how they all feel because that's how Oklahoma, the mentality is and how, you know, we have talent and we're deep. We too deep, that saying. So they come in and, and, you know, they feel like they have to re-earn it. But I think there's just this level of excitement with the defense and, you know, with, again, you know, so many people, so many players competing for, for touches on the offensive side of the ball plus the offensive line. I mean, literally there's just almost a story, a big storyline at every position. Every single position. You're right. I mean, we could we could go into them here, Jess, but we don't have enough time. And I'll, I'll I'll just ask, which one beyond quarterback are you most intrigued with? Because it's kind of hard with the defense and practices. You can get an idea, maybe more so with the secondary and some guys that are dominating up front. But is there is there a storyline that is already near the top of your depth chart? Um, Our battle, well, maybe. I mean. I will obviously be very interested to see, you know, how the offensive line develops, no doubt. Um, um, I'll be interested to see how the wide receiver position shakes out. And, you know, that's one thing that Coach Simmons and Coach Gundy have said the last couple of years is, you know, you, you've got a lot of guys and then, you know, maybe they'll get a lot of touches the first three, but then you got guys that continue to separate themselves and, and continue to develop that relationship with the quarterback and who kind of separates and, and um, kind of sets themselves apart. 
So, um, you know, there's a lot of talent both at the inside and outside wide receiver position. And, you know, you got a lot of people hungry for some catches. And so, um, but, you know, and, and they'll always stress, obviously, it's, it's more than just catching the football. You know, they've got to be able to block and, and do all the things that they're, you know, required to do and, and do it right other than just making plays. And so, um, you know, I'll, I'll be interested to see how that shakes out and, you know, see, uh, you know, obviously the quarterback position is, is going to be one that I'll be watching very closely as well. I'm, I'm, you know, excited to see all of them. But then, you know, Spencer Rattler wasn't here in the spring. So kind of seeing how he steps in and, and um, takes, you know, takes it in stride with stepping on the field for the first time in a Sooner uniform um, in those pads. So there's, I mean, literally, like I said, every position, there's a storyline that you can watch out for, you know, the safety position, what's going to happen there, you know? So I don't know. There's, I, I could go on and on. It's literally, I, I don't know if I could give you at the top of my depth chart. I'd probably say O-line and wide receiver. I think that's fair. And real quick, can you kind of give us some perspective on the different energy that you saw during the spring? And obviously we're intrigued to see it on game day. But the different energy that names like Grinch, Odom, and Manning bring to that defense? Yeah, I mean, it's just you you literally ask anybody, any of the defensive players, and that'll be the first word that they say is energy. I mean, energy, 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 that, that's what they bring. And it's like what kind of a different energy. It's just energy. And so, um, you know, the the sense of urgency, the, the flying to the football – and. You know, again, I said it in my spring practice report, but I think that's one thing that, that Grinch really harps on is that you can't get caught up in a bad play. You know, so you can't turn a bad play into a bad day. So, you know, you talked about how you can have a bad play, but you can't have a bad day. So being able to move on, look, you're going to give up plays in this league, you know, going up against these types of offenses, but you can't let it continue to affect the way that you play the rest of the day. You've got to let it go. So, you know, I think that mentality of, of, you know, being able to attack despite even if you did make a mistake last play, getting that out of your head and continuing to just, you know, play fast. And so, um, yeah, I mean, now that, you know, they have the spring and then, you know, continuing to kind of meet, and it'll be interesting, again, to see how that kind of comes along throughout the fall when they can practice every day because in the spring you don't get every day, you get every other day or whatnot. You only get, you know, a certain number of practices. So I think – here in the fall you'll really see how it's really going to look you know as you get closer to the season let's start with meet the sooners day jess how excited are you for friday one o'clock is when things get going one to three but uh give me some perspective on what you're going to be doing and if there is a fan with a very talkative young son or daughter then you're 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 their person aren't you yes so it's kind of become quite the quite the event at Meet the Sooners Day. We end up getting, uh, I wouldn't say our line's quite as long as the quarterback, but uh, we end up getting a, a line gathered ourselves. But, no, I mean, we give give a chance for some of these kiddos to hop on camera and have some fun and talk a little Sooner football. And so, um, usually we're set up on the offensive side. I don't think we've decided quite yet, but um, we'll be um, set up. Uh, somewhere it will be easy to find. We'll either be on the offense or the defensive side with two cameras, a setup. You can spot us pretty easily. Um, so, yeah, just kind of get a chance to interview some of the young young kiddos. And, you know, kids say the darndest thing. So it always ends up being a, quite the popular feature every fall. And then, as you mentioned, 
we start practice right away on on Saturday, so we'll have practice available our practice reports, I guess I should say, at Soonersports.tv. It's and then, like you said, it seems like maybe for fans, and I'm sure for a couple of the players and a handful of the players as well too. It seems like August can drag just a little bit, but then Jess, we're right into we're right into game week mode here in about three weeks. Well, and I think Friday too is also uh, uh, media availability, right? Isn't media, there? Day, media day, yeah. So you'll be able to hear some stuff from from media day as well. We'll be streaming all those uh, live, I do believe as well, the the press conferences and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, just keep it on uh, Soonersports.com, Soonersports.tv. Uh, we've literally got stuff coming out every single day. Um, so, and, and you know, Tori and Arch and them have a great plan, and so it should be uh, should be fun. And, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully get, keep you uh, keep your thin, uh, thirst quenched until we uh, hit the field for game day. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's uh, it's it's here. I mean, it is literally here, and it's uh, I'm excited. Jess, you and I had an opportunity a little bit on yesterday's show to talk about your role and the experiences with the Champ U Barbecue. For those that missed it, for those who maybe didn't catch it, and obviously happy birthday to Jess's dad, who got to celebrate at the Champ U Barbecue as well too. But can you kind of take us through how fun Saturday was and how unique it is from the perspective of trying to do something different for these young men uh, and sell them on the University of Oklahoma? I think it's incredible what they've done. Yeah, I mean, that that's it. It's, it's supposed to be a, a fun family-type atmosphere. It's a champion barbecue, and they want to have the feel that it is a backyard barbecue with your family, with your big, I mean, we all have been to those and, and how much fun are those and how much do you enjoy when you, when those things happen with your own family, that's what they want it to feel like. And so, um, but on top of that, I mean, it, it's become arguably the biggest recruiting day of the year. And, um, you know, it's, it's not even just because a lot of the kids that come last year and this year are already committed, but you know, it's also just kind of continuing to show them, like, hey, this family, and, and we're excited to have you, and, and you know, kind of plant some seeds about continuing to help recruit and all, all of that. So, And then plus it's posted all over social media. I mean, I think it was, like, trending on my Twitter on um, Saturday. So, you know, future recruits see that and see how much fun kids are having. It's, it's just, uh, you know, all around it, it continues to – it's not just the recruiting on that day. It continues to really um, – kind of pay dividends in recruiting but yeah it's in addition to you know just the backyard backyard barbecue feel it's, it's also a chance to really show kids when they come here what what you're going to get when you come here so um you know they they do the jordan brand shoot and and uh photo shoot and obviously tour the facilities and and whatnot but then one of the ways to really kind of get them to see you know the see the university see kind of the campus um, they have a, a scavenger hunt. Instead of doing like a normal tour, they do a scavenger hunt where they get clues at each stop and, you know, maybe have to do a challenge or do a task. And so I was at Gaylord um, and, and uh, Mike Houck and Matt Ar- Archibald and I were kind of, you know, talking about how you, when you come here, you get on the national stage, you've got a platform unlike anywhere else. You know, we have the number one, we had the number one social media in in all college football last season we have you know all these national uh, appearances consecutively um on tv and then plus our own network you know it's not the sec network it's not the big 10 network we have our own network so just kind of selling them on that and what sets us apart on that that was our our specific duty but i mean it's all over campus and so you get a kind of a fun twist on a tour um of campus 
And then, you know, finally it ends with uh, eating all kinds of food. And, and I said yesterday, but, like, the field looks immaculate. The grounds crew guys have done a phenomenal job this summer. I mean, that's what my mom and dad were just, like, going on and on. Dad was like, man, I'd like to play some golf on this grass. It is unbelievable. It looks beautiful. And they had kind of a setup on the field um, with the, a tent. And, and I think, you know, lots of pictures have been posted where, you know, you take pictures in front of, this backdrop and and the tables were set up the the jordan jordan shoes were centerpieces and and then there were big games out on the field and of course they ended up with having a some fun times between the recruits and the coaches so yeah i mean just a fun fun day and just a really cool type atmosphere here's the game plan for tomorrow so lincoln riley's press conference is at 10 30 now that will be streamed live on Soonersports.tv and will be available on the Sooner Radio Network. So Soonersports.tv, Sooner Radio Network, affiliates like 107.7, the franchise here in Oklahoma City, uh, in the Norman area, of course, you can get that signal, as well as 99.3 FM and 1400 AM, uh, the home for Sooner Baseball. So that's the Sports Talk Network. So tons of different ways to hear it live tomorrow. We'll bring it to you this weekend on the Sooner Sports Podcast if you miss it. And then and then it's uh, pretty much... A little bit of Alex Grinch. Haven't had that starting at about 11 a.m. Some players will talk as well, too. So there'll be tons of content from media day tomorrow morning. But the big start time is 1030 a.m. And then from 1 to 3, that starts at 1 o'clock. You heard Jessica talking about it. That's the annual tradition that is Meet the Sooners Day. It is set for Friday. So you can uh, – and, again, this is an event for the kids, so 14 years or under. This isn't an event for the parent. They do have to obviously be accompanied by a parent. But Meet the Sooners Day, all about the kids. Uh, so you can line up a little bit early, 1 to 3 p.m. All the Sooners players and coaches will be signing autographs throughout the afternoon. And then we'll be on a downhill roll towards the start of the college football season. So why not talk some polls? The Sooners showed up at number four in this year's preseason Amway coaches poll. That's, of course, the old USA Today college coaches poll. It's still USA Today, but Amway coaches poll. Texas is six spots behind Oklahoma at number 10, while Iowa State is there at 24. TCU is one of eight teams receiving votes as well, too. There's, there's several others that receive minimal votes, but uh, good on the Big 12, man. Three ranked teams, but obviously Oklahoma there at number four, which is the same spot that Bill Bender who uh, joins us right now from the Sporting News, have the Sooners. And, Bill, first and foremost, thanks for hanging out with us on the Sooner Sports Podcast. I would imagine since you broke the ice, since you were the first person to throw your uh, rankings out there, I imagine everyone's just calm, cool, and collected about you having Alabama number one, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they agreed with all 25. I went through 25, <laughs> I'm sure. I don't You know, some people, I, I don't know what you guys do. Some I've heard people mute people or block people. I don't do that because I don't care. But, uh <laughs> You know, if I make a typo, that's good to find that out that way. But, you know, I guess the first debate is we do have Alabama one, and we're not trying to be cute. I honestly think I just like their talent, what they got coming back a little bit more, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I could be wrong, but, you know, I'm going to trust the revenge factor with Alabama. We're hanging out with Bill Bender. He covers college football for the Sporting News. He has a preseason top 25 that he dropped today. All right, well, uh, I love where you have Iowa State. I'm high on Iowa State. I think everyone in this conference is right now. But you didn't get too carried away in putting them in the teens about where they belong right now. I mean, this is 
This is a team where a lot of people are going to point to David Montgomery. Brees Hall has been a nice conversation piece, at least during the preseason. And the bottom line here for Iowa State is they've just got to win a few games that they typically and consistently haven't. And, oh, by the way, it would be a nice start to knock off Iowa for a change in week three, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, I think uh, they, they're a team that the fact that they were picked third in the preseason pools to win in the conference is a nod to how close they were last year. I think we're all going to be monitoring Brock Purdy's development to see if he takes that next step. Because if he does, they're a decent bet to make it to Jerry World and play for the conference championship, depending on how they get to November with that. You know, I think it's, like you said, beating Iowa, then getting November where they they get Oklahoma and Texas back-to-back weeks. If Matt Campbell can put them in that position, man, think about it. Game day at Ames, is anybody in on that one? It could happen. I think everyone would want to be there. Now, here's the long-range question. Even if it's just say eight and four, nine and five, or nine and f- what would that be? Nine and four this season. In your opinion, c- can they keep Matt Campbell long term? I mean, is Iowa State a program now? I'm not trying to get too carried away here, but if they go back to back to back with winning seasons, like we all think they should and could, I mean, it's going to get harder and harder to keep that guy in Ames. Bill, is it going to be possible to find a way to placate this guy whenever the best of the best are going to be coming after him? I think they've done the right steps into committing to him and the football program so far. I mean, one indicator for me, as you guys know, I'm based in Ohio, is I thought Matt Campbell was a decent candidate for the Ohio State job because of his uh, ties to Mount Union and the state here and obviously would be a dream job for him to do that. So it would be. I, I think it would depend on the program, but he's a guy that I think his next step, if he has one, would be to the elite of the elite, right? So it's not going to mm-hmm. be – he leaves Iowa State for, and I'm just throwing like a school out there, like a, a West Virginia, like the last cycle. Um, you know, that's no disrespect to Neil Brown at all, because I think Neil Brown will do a nice job at West Virginia, but that would have been kind of a, you know, why would he move to a program of that size in the same conference? So, Bill, I'm kind of curious to get your take on our rivals, Texas. Uh, you have them relatively high. A lot of people have them in the top ten in the preseason poll. What do you think of the Texas Longhorns? And uh, obviously both they and Oklahoma looking – to cure some defensive issues. Uh, Texas has a lot of players to replace, and Oklahoma's bringing in a brand-new mindset defensively in Alex Grinch. Well, I think part of it is the guys that Tom Herman brought in are going to be better than the guys he had on defense over the last couple cycles. And, you know, I get that that takes time, but I think they'll be a little bit better on that side of the ball. Um, You know, and you obviously look at their offense, and you wonder, you know, how good can they be with Sam Ellinger? two good running backs, pretty good receiving core. They got the fact that Colin Johnson came back. I thought was huge. Um, you know, had they had Brew McCoy on top of all that, I, you know, I don't know how you stop them. So I think I really like their offense, the defense in the big 12, you know, maybe it's not good to, enough to win a national championship yet, but it's certainly good enough to win the big 12, which they were one game away from doing last year. Uh, Bill Bender has broke the ice. He has his preseason top 25 out before anybody else, so we've been immersed in it and talking about it quite a bit. Um, I, with Oklahoma, listen, this, this seems to be pretty simple. This is about a slight improvement defensively and just getting the most out of Jalen Hurts possible, right? I mean, this is almost like rinse and repeat for, for OU this season with a transfer quarterback. Sure, and get the ball to C.D. Lamb on the outside. Yeah. They've, they've got running backs. I mean, the offensive line, you – Anytime you lose that much talent to the NFL, you, you kind of think of it at two ways. One, how do they replace these guys? And then two, if they had that talent, the guys behind them must be pretty good too. Um, 
and it's Oklahoma. They they traditionally have the most talent in the Big 12 anyway. So I think it just creates this interesting dynamic. When I pick the Big 12, you know, what I do is you look at Oklahoma and Texas. They've split last year. The talent is going to be pretty close. You know, what separates the two? And then I keep coming back to quarterback. And Jalen Hurts is a guy that if he had two years in that system, I'd really like him. But I think one year in the system versus Ellinger coming back and the momentum with Texas, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if the Longhorns win the Big 12. I want to follow up on that real quick. We get caught up so much in returning talent. And returning talent doesn't always mean you're going to be great. And I think with Texas – what they return on defense helps out with what they don't have, if that makes any sense at all. But I love the talent is what I'm trying to lay out. But I know defensively the Big 12 gets knocked quite a bit. But I think it's going to be fascinating to see what Alex Grinch and Todd Orlando do with some of these new pieces they're able to work with. Well, I want to see what they do with the guys up front, yeah. right? Because that's the difference between, quite frankly, Alabama, Clemson, and you could argue Georgia and everybody else is that talent on the interior on both sides. And, you know, if Oklahoma and Texas, if they had dominant defensive lines, I think I would look at them a little bit differently. And they've both done a good job of recruiting some of that talent, but it's never as pronounced as Alabama has dudes on that defensive line every year. And then they have guys behind them that are pretty good. And I think that's the next development. You mentioned Grinch. I think he's an interesting X factor in this whole conversation because, of the work he did at Washington State. Um, you know, some of the work he did with the defensive line at Ohio State, and that's what I'd be watching early in the season for both teams because they're going to be good enough to big, win the Big 12. Are you good enough with those defenses to go win a playoff game? So our thanks to Bill Bender from the Sporting News for hanging out with us and giving us some perspective on his top 25. Again, the Sooners show up at number four in the preseason coaches poll. Tomorrow, or if you're listening to this on Friday morning, today is the day. Meet the Sooners Day, of course. It's a two event day because you have OU Media Day in the morning and then Meet the Sooners Day in the afternoon. So 10.30 tomorrow morning, I'm sure every radio station across the state of Oklahoma will have Lincoln Riley's press conference live. Also, you can find it on Soonersports.tv. And then at 1 o'clock, kids, get your footballs, get your T-shirts, get your notebooks ready. It's time to meet the Sooners and get autographs until 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. You can find all the information you need for all these events online at Soonersports.com. Hey, have a great start to your weekend. We'll be back to recap everything on Saturday. Until then, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.